this week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Lachlan Mansell. Plenty going on at Wakefield Park and also at Winton, so we'll find out about that next. Clemansell, great to have you back on the show after you and uh, the team of Radio Lemons put in a fantastic showing at the 24 Hours of Lemon at Wakefield Park last weekend. Good evening, Craig. Bit of a different situation for me compared to normal, isn't it? Normally I'm appearing on Inside Motorsport as an analyst or um, to give an expert opinion on the motorsport category, but uh, this evening you're interviewing me as a racing driver. It was an interesting two days out of the commentary box and into the race car. And I guess, firstly, how did the plan to come together to put together a, a, a journalist or a commentary team into the race car? Yeah, so it started, I was pit crewing at the Winton 24 Hours of Le Mans event earlier in the year, back in March, for the all-female Winton Angels team. And to be honest, they just looked like they were having too much fun. So I decided that I needed to get in and give it a go myself. And I thought, well, I'm a commentator. Why not get some other motorsport commentators and put a team together uh, for us all to swap our microphones for race suits and helmets and have a go? So I had a chat to uh, a couple of people who expressed interest, decided that, yeah, it was a good idea to go ahead with it. Emily Duggan, who's one of my clients, her partner and race engineer, Matt Neal, offered to prepare the car for the event. Uh, so we were able to source the Hyundai XL for $200, which we then kitted out with all of the safety gear. And uh, on the weekend, the fruits of all of Matt's efforts and uh, my efforts in putting the team together finally uh, became a reality. And we took to the track. And, um, well, I, I wanted some high-profile commentators in the car. Um, unfortunately, we, we had a couple of big names lined up who had to pull out um, at the, the last minute due to conflicting commitments. But fortunately, we were able to replace them with some quite established and accomplished racing drivers who also had happened to do a bit of commentary as well. So in the end, we ended up with myself, um, Emily Duggan, who's obviously a very experienced XL racer, uh, Dave Stilwell, who does a lot of commentary with me at Winton, but has done a lot of racing as well, Dylan Thomas, experienced production car and Formula V racer, and Brian Vanderwacker, one of the commentators at Sydney Speedway. It was quite a mixture of uh, experience and diversity there. It was, but amazingly, despite all of that experience, there was virtually nothing separating our lap times. I think each of us set fastest times that were within about half a second of each other. So the, the car was very easy to drive on the limit or up to the, the limit, and all of us were able to get there fairly comfortably and we may not have had the pace of some of the other cars that we were competing against but we made up for it with strategy and reliability and uh, ended up with fourth position which for uh, the debut race for, for certainly myself and Brian we were just over the moon to, to get that sort of result. And you mentioned about buying a car for $200 the 24 hours of Le Mans series is a series where people can just go out and participate and quite well-established rules on how you can go about building a car and, and getting yourself involved. Correct. So the car has to be valued at under $1,000 as the rules. Now, that excludes safety gear. So, for example, my car, I bought it for $200, but by the time we put the roll cage, the seat and harness, 
um, fire extinguisher, kill switch, all of the unsafe gear in it, plus replace a lot of the components that we thought were going to break and ended up being about probably a $5,000 exercise. The good thing is because I went down the route of the Hyundai XL, because there are the XL racing series established in uh, multiple states in Australia, I've ended up with a car that's still going to be worth something for other purposes as well. You're up against quite a mixture of cars. Of course, a Peugeot 206 was the eventual winner, six laps ahead of you after the uh, full racing. And I guess it's called the 24 Hours of Le Mans, but it's not on the racetrack for the full 24 hours in one long stint, is it? No, so um, you do eight hours roughly on the Saturday and then another eight hours on the Sunday, although next year they are actually doing a continuous 24-hour one at Queensland Raceway, which I think will be a lot of fun for the teams that get involved in it. But even so, eight hours stints um, in cars that are worth less than $1,000 is a long way to go, particularly when you've got a lot of drivers in the event who are newcomers to motorsport. There are a lot of drivers out there on the track over the weekend who had very little racing experience. And the other thing that we had to deal with was the diversity of cars. You had everything from four-cylinder Hyundais and Peugeots and Toyota Corollas up to bigger six-cylinder V8 Holdens and Fords. And one of the challenges that we had was that the XL makes all its speed through the corners. Um, and that's fine, but when you're in traffic, it's harder to overtake through the corners than it is on the straights. And you don't want to just go diving up the inside of people because if they don't see you and they turn in and you have contacts, then you get a penalty because the officials are very strict on car-to-car contact. So it really made us sharpen up our racecraft as to how we were able to get past people who were quicker on the straights but slower in the corners than what we were. You mentioned about V8s and six-cylinders. There are, of course, flat fours with Volkswagens and Subarus out there. Is there any rules regarding what you can and can't drive? Because uh, I certainly witnessed some very interesting modifications done to a lot of vehicles, utes with uh, radiators and everything hanging off the back, and then there was crash test dummies and other sorts of mannequins bolted to different parts of uh, various race cars out there. Yeah, there really are no rules in that regard. As long as the car's under $1,000, you can do pretty much anything you like. And one of the great things about the event is the fact that the teams are encouraged to come up with a theme and to decorate their cars accordingly. And so we had some weird and wacky designs. And um, also just with the teams getting dressed up in costumes, some of the sights that we saw on and off the racetrack were quite hilarious. The series, and I mentioned series now, of course, there is about four races across the country. How have the organisers been able to build them on the momentum? And I noticed that there was people coming back for their second year at Wakefield Park and others that have been involved in many of the different races around the country. Correct. I think one of the ways that they've been able to build up the numbers is it kicked off at Wakefield Park 12 months ago, but then people who competed at Wakefield Park then had a car that was suitable for that event, so they were looking to enter it in other events as well. And now there's people who are travelling all around the country and competing in every event. So at Wakefield on the weekend, for example, we had people who'd come from as far as Townsville in far north Queensland to be part of it. Um, So it is growing in popularity. And I actually reckon it's a really good entry level into motorsport because it teaches you racecraft. um, It teaches you about endurance and strategy. Um, like, you know, it was my first competitive race meeting and I was in the car for stints that were well over two hours. So I had to learn to concentrate for a very long period of time in the car. And 
what we might see is people coming out of the 24 hours of lemons and moving to other more established forms of motorsport. Well, it certainly was an interesting weekend. And, uh, of course, uh, you can jump onto your Facebook page, uh, Lachlan Mansell, and see a few of the photos from the Radio Le Mans efforts, uh, along with a number of other um, Facebook pages, uh, including the 24 Hours of Le Mans Facebook page, which has uh, footage from the event. Yeah, and also the Team Radio Le Mans Facebook page too. We actually created a Facebook page specifically for our team for the event. So not sure at this stage if we're going to do any more events. I think the is for that car to actually be turned into a full-spec XL race car. So you might see me swapping the microphone for the race suit and helmet a bit more often in 2017. Well, we'll have to look and uh, follow you with interest, Lachlan. Of course, Wakefield Park and Winton, plenty of racing coming up there now that uh, the racing stint is done for the moment. You're back behind the microphone for the next two weeks straight. Yeah, a couple of big events. The HQ Holden Nationals coming up at Wakefield Park this weekend, which uh, that'll be a big event with more than 40 of the best HQ races from all over Australia coming to participate. And then we head down to Winton for one of my very favourite events, the Valvoline Winton 300 Endurance Race, which always produces an enthralling spectacle. So thoroughly looking forward to that one as well. Well, Lachlan, always a pleasure to catch up with you here on Inside Motorsport. Thanks very much for your time tonight. Thanks, Craig. Thanks for having me, as always. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.